Spread a console, the golden disc Maximals came after them And they crashed both their ships Landed on the earth with two moons They fought in the beast wars I mean, what else were they gonna do? War and beast War and beast We talk about Just as we see one depart, we get one back. Welcome to the War and Beast podcast. I'm Greg. I'm Emily. <laughs> I'm Jordan. And I'm Kendall. I was and... sorry about that. I was like, are we doing the order? Because or... <laughs> I'm new, right? First episode, we got completely messed up because you weren't here, Em. So, <laughs> so it's nice to have you back. So for all of our listeners, yes, Em is back. So Welcome the gang's back. all here. Uh, this week we are reviewing Transformers War for Cybertron Season 1, Episode 4. Interesting episode. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be getting into what happens, but, uh, it's, yeah, it's been weird. It's been weird series so far. It's good. This episode opens kind of like, I was really confused, because, like, the, I, I guess I, I'll talk about... Um, the the first bit of a series because I I wasn't here for that, <laughs> but like, um, so far it's been like it's kind of cool, but like for like for me personally, it's a little bit too gloomy of a show, but uh, it's it's like good and it's got some interesting ideas. I just yeah, um, but like for this one, like the last episode ends with jet uh, um, Jetfire shoots a guy. Yeah. I can't remember his name. Um, because they find the, the base together and then um, he kind of like flies off and gets a star scream and I'm like is he not he's not dead so he can himself talk about it but then star Scream's like oh he died and I'm like oh and I wasn't clear <laughs> to no, me he dies he he, there's a, he confronts star screen and and clearly dies at the end of the last episode. I, I didn't catch that he died. I thought he just was like, ah, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm done. I said my thing and I'm, I'm done for now. But like, mm-hmm. um, that's just I, me. And uh, we actually had a little ambiguity of whether, uh, ultra, like Ultramod and Agnes and Jetfire were like, you know, talking about the same place, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah. Cause like, um, and I'll answer everything is, is, is Jetfire's and I'm like, wait, so he was, he was revealed to be a betrayer. So why is he here? I didn't, it didn't really cl- like, why isn't Starscream spoken up before they got here? But it doesn't, it was just a little confusing for me. I think a lot of the show, um, on a, on a first watch, especially if you're watching the episodes back to back, uh, you can like kind of blink and miss a plot point and realize that. You're, and then you're lost for the next few minutes. I think that definitely is a thing on us on it. Cause on, I'm noticing a lot of stuff on a second viewing 
that I did not notice when I was blackout drunk the first time I watched. <laughs> well, I mean, that doesn't help the viewing process, being drunk. <laughs> I was sober when I watched this. Um, uh, but it, it wasn't that confusing. It was just a little bit like that's the only real thing that kind of tripped me up a little bit. The rest of it's like I was flipping on the fall. It's fine. But yeah, I think because there's so much that's getting put into the it, because these episodes are, are still running like 24 to 27 minutes. They're packing a lot of stuff into these episodes. So I, I agree with you, Kendall, that there's certain stuff where if you dwell on it for too long, you might miss something else that happens right after that. Um, but yeah, overall, overall, I still think that this series is, is good. It's mm-hmm. just that there's, there's stuff that happens in this episode that is like, I was like, one of, the first time that I watched it, I was like, "What is this?" But we'll we'll, we'll get into that, I suppose. But and I do want to address. Emily said that the show is too dark for her tastes, and I definitely think that that is a valid take. Mm-hmm. Uh, my counter to that is that I don't see this. Is that this is not the this is not the definitive Transformers? No, of course. This not. is this is what if we made a a uh an attempt at peak television super dark heroes on both sides uh no humans around this is basically like the the thing that i was asking for the whole time we were watching beast wars so (laughs) so so i'm not saying that this is the only take like this shouldn't be the only transformers no i yeah i know Uh, but but i but i really really like that it exists Yeah, yeah oh yeah I certainly don't dislike it. I I think that it's different, but definitely not different in a bad way. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I, I'm really, I'm curious to see how they like c- conclude the whole thing because mm. like they're trying to add a bit of nuance with it, um, and it's and that's cool. I like having it being like so. Decepticons aren't just like straight up evil or whatever, and like they were an oppressed people. Um, but then also Megatron's just being really evil. So it's like Right, right. It's kinda it's kinda weird. Like um, well, I, I want to see how they go with that because I'm I'm worried that they're gonna be like Decepticons were oppressed, but also look what happens when they're in power. And I'm like, I don't like that messaging, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> no, I think it's it, the idea is that that there was the 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 bad stuff happened. And then, and then this oppressed people rallied around a charismatic leader and he became, and he got worse and worse and he got worse and worse and worse. And so you're seeing people, you're seeing people turning against him. I mean, my, my, at least, uh, my, at least headcanon as to what's happened so far is that the rebellion started with Megatron, Optimus and Ultra Magnus in charge. Yeah. And 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 when and and the the split between the Autobots and the Decepticons came when Megatron took it too far. Yeah. Which is something we wish that we would have a flashback to sort of be able to hint at. Yeah. I mean, but, like this is only the first chapter out of a yeah. three chapter thing, yeah. right? So like there's yeah. a lot of stuff we're not seeing yet. Like I'm obviously giving it like a chance to like say what it has to say before making any final judgments, of course. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But yes, so Kendall, did we have any trivia on on IMDb this week? No trivia. Darn it. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> I probably read I probably read all the trivia for the whole series on the first episode. Ah. 
I mean, the first episode starts with Bumblebee in. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it has some notes, but it doesn't actually have trivia. Um, Okay. And actually, that made me like look at it, and I forgot that we're actually hitting these pretty early from when they came out. You know, so yeah, like, and I'm. This is not a rewatch podcast. This is a what is it called? <laughs> like, is a review? Oh, watch, like a, watch a, a review? Podcast. Recap. Yeah. It's a yeah, recap. Recap. Yeah. recap. Yeah. yeah. It yeah, is a rewatch. So, it, technically, it's a rewatch for me because I watched all of them. <laughs> Greg watched all of them. Yes. I mean, like some some of them, like they their last time they were edited was uh, August thirtieth. So you know, which is still a few days from when we're recording this, but still that that it's still being updated. So who knows? Maybe some of the things we talk about will get get put on here. That's true. They're listening to us. They're like. <laughs> well, let's see what let's see what Warren Beast has to say. <laughs> well, well, we were starting to wonder those first couple of episodes if they had started listening to the podcast because some stuff that was happening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's like this was this is like my. I mean, it's not that. I think the thing is, it's it's not that it's not that I'm the most original person ever. It's just that this is a a logical story to tell with these characters. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's what it's the story that I've been wanting to see forever. Um, I do have, I do have a a thing that I did this week though, that's transformers related that can replace the trivia segment. Um, I, uh, I, I ventured out into the real world and tried to find a transformer to buy. Oh yes. Uh, I saw the post. (laughs) Yeah. Cause yeah, cause the comic shop I go to, they had a whole bunch of siege figures. Um, they had they had a uh, 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 the purple one, shockwave. No, the, the the one that yeah, barricade. The one that yeah, I I know who shockwave. Or, or, or wait, or impactor. <laughs> oh wait, impactor. Yes. Or are we talking? Are the got, three the one the one with the hook hand? The one, yeah, the one that we were talking about last episode that I kept calling the purple can, the purple one. I think that was Impactor. Yeah, that was Impactor. The, yeah, the the the, the, fir- the first turncoat. Um, yeah, they had like they had him. They had uh, Mirage. They had not Ratchet. Um, but they didn't oh, have yes. Ratchet. Yeah. Yes, Red Alert. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poor Red Alert. Uh, He's his own man. He's not not Ratchet. <laughs> no, because he because they don't say his name in the whole first episode. <laughs> and and I thought he was and then and he's like the fixer I mean, I, guy. I, I could have sworn I heard his name, but I'll I mean I'll I mean I'll take your word for it. I guess. Did this you... was a whole it was a whole thing. They may have said his name like I, I think they say his name in like the second or third episode. Like it's it's well it's well into it. They don't say it in the first episode. Well, I mean, um, like I knew who he was, and I only watched the first episode, and I don't think it's from recognizing him. We're not well, sure. <laughs> I think it's probably from recognizing him, but uh, I don't know. They may have said his name. It's possible they said his name once. That was an issue that I had with the first episode is that they didn't. There were a lot of characters that they didn't say. Yeah, I mean, I, I I listened to an episode actually of that <laughs> podcast, and I remember that. And I don't I don't mean to tread old ground. It's just that when I was listening, I'm like, I'm pretty sure they said his name. <laughs> yeah, but. yeah, because I I mean, yeah, I. Red, Red Alert is the one that they definitely didn't say his name because I didn't know his name until we had until until we had the podcast. Um, <laughs> I I was confused on my first viewing as to like because I was because they introduced Ratchet three like whenever they do and I was like didn't it wasn't Ratchet already in it wasn't he the other guy and I was so confused 
until the second rewatch for you. And you yeah, yeah, Ragnarok. yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's why he's not. And then he's like the thing. But anyway, uh, I so, ended up, I ended up purchasing Shockwave, uh, but not the Seed Shockwave because he was eighty five dollars. Oof. Um. Oh, so expensive. Yeah, yeah. And I so I got the Bumblebee Cyberverse Shockwave, which was fifteen dollars, which uh, looked better anyway. Yeah, it's a nice posable figure. It looks pretty nice and on par, and they're uh. You can see his eyes, and mm-hmm. I just remembered listening to uh, Teenagers with Attitude, and I think Simone actually mentioned the thing about Shockwave having, you know, his head uh, replaced with like a one one eye light bulb thing. Yeah, we did mention that recently. Uh-huh. Yeah, I which that. I thought was I thought was neat. Is like, oh, we were just talking about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know, and and also like the really expensive, the really expensive, like I li- I like the like twenty five dollar models of the 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 purple guy and Mirage and stuff. Like I like I like how those models look, um, but uh, the the higher end ones, uh, they're they're kind of a little too detailed, and they almost look like movie figures. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, in particular, like Shockwave has a really small head. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Like it's like the 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 giant the giant eighty five dollar version of it has a little the same size head as my fifteen dollar one does. Mm. It's mm. weird. And I and I like I watched the show and I was like, no, he does look in in this show. Shockwave looks like Shockwave. I. Yeah, I mean, sometimes they design, like, the show designs before they do the toys, and then they have to kind of work around it. I think it's, like, kind of better when they do it the other way around. Transformers Animated was really good for having the toys look exactly like the characters on screen, which is cool. Yeah, Yeah, I I think I've still got... I think my son's Optimus from that show, the one that spins and transforms, I think. I think I've got it in a box somewhere. But it was Yeah, like a water cannon, because he's, like... That show was weird because he was sometimes a fire truck and sometimes a semi truck, and it didn't really. It kind of was inconsistent for a bit, yeah. so I settled on one. <laughs> Sorry, Jordan. What were you gonna say? Oh, just that. What was on the uh, TF wiki? Yep. Go right ahead. So basic, like it just has continuity animation errors, and one reference with the continuity note reminding us what that uh, how Jetfire and Skywarp discovered the location of Autobot Command. Uh, by you know by tracking impactors com, uh, the animation and technical errors mentions that uh, the handcuffs that Ultra Magnus has just suddenly disappear. Mm. I can't say when because that will be too much of an early spoiler. Yes. Uh, but also it mentions that when uh, we meet, we get to see Alpha Alpha Trions too. And during the conversation with him, one of the floating hexagons abruptly disappears next to a clump of grass instead of continuing on its path upwards. The grass ate it. Yeah. But, uh, Mine so grass. the only it's probably other... going to that, uh, that the chick from beast machines. Oh, Botanica. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Encyclopedia <laughs> Botanica. Damn it. I was drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, it almost went up my nose. <laughs> what okay. a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bad joke, too. It was a bad joke. Yes. 
<laughs> so and you have finally, to understand, Greg is a dad, so he has dad yeah. joke humor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And oh my finally, gosh i've been i've been uh working in an office now again for a week and i love making office jokes because like office humor if you're like just a little bit clever everyone feels obligated to laugh at you or <laughs> like laugh at your jokes you're and it just you is, it is like the best in an otherwise in an otherwise like most depressing existence like like Somebody like, like we're on a a conference call and they were like, okay, if you've done that, if you've successfully logged into this system, uh, write your name into the chat. And I typed your name and no joke. Four people started cracking up. (laughs) (laughs) It is is the, it is the most. And cause it's, and it's great. Cause it's, and it's, I don't feel like it's, and, and I do this, you know, and I laugh at their bad jokes too. Like it's like, it's like we're all just trying to not be depressed in the most de- depressive form of existence. Solidarity is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's tremendous, and I just I just love it because like sometimes, and then and then if you like make a joke that's like actually funny, then it like it's, it's like you're it's like you're the greatest stand up comedian in town. Strength through bad comedy. So yeah, but we get you're Ralphie May or something. The way you said bad comedy made me think of Leonard Nimoy there. Go ahead, Jordan. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just I think I've tried to say it like I know. I feel bad. I know. I, I, I find it hilarious at this point. But uh, yeah, Bumblebee gets Shanix as payment for his Inadron scavenging there. And I just have to say, like, I had to look. I looked it up that Shanix is and like has been in uh, comics and stuff for. Uh, for transformers before like they it's a monetary unit that is just like a universal alien coinage thing hmm. and also the it has its own wiki tf wiki entry of course and it, and under its nose it says it's pronounced with a short a sound which that means it is shanix right right yeah yes i am i am trying to remember my vowel sounds okay <laughs> but yeah that that's about it okay well, not a whole lot of trivia this week, so we get into this episode pretty quickly, like the episode itself. We open up with Magnus being led into the, well, we have like thunder cracking and we've got Magnus in cuffs and it's almost like a, it almost looks like a funeral procession because we have rain. And I think this is the first time that I've ever seen rain on Cybertron. Yeah, when I first saw this, I'm like, is he going to public execute him or something? This first shot, like, it seemed really like like he was going to his death, which I mean, but that's not exactly. Yeah, it looks like, a, like <laughs> the walk to the gallows. Yeah, well, it's not far off because they're at Tarnhauser Gate, which is pretty much the largest graveyard. Again, is it, Tarnhauser is, again. Did they reference that in the first episode? Is that yes. the battle that yes. they saved each other? Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know if it was the, f- uh, yeah, I think it was the second episode, but yeah, oh, yeah, yeah is, second episode. This, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. But this is the place that they reference. Yes. Yeah. They, they made a callback. That's called continuity. Yep. Good storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, we do get a bit of a back and forth between Megatron and Magnus here, uh, as they're walking and we've got Megatron. I find it rather fitting to like 
even more so because Megatron's behind Magnus this time. Um, and they're talking about Alpha Trion and how Magnus and Optimus both learned from Alpha Trion's wisdom. And Megatron's sort of, you know, watching on very stoically. And Magnus is, sort of gets a jab in saying, oh, it's unfortunate that, that you didn't. Um, but then Megatron's like, I should have known that Prime would hide under Alpha Trion's, you know, memorial. It's so touching. Um, we then have Jetfire sort of confirming that the, the Seekers are are there. So obviously they haven't found out about what happened with Jetfire yet. Right, right. No. I, I guess maybe like Starscream is like holding on to that because he wants, you know, he's kind of a drama bitch. He probably wants to right. go out there and like make a big scene and everything. Yeah. Right, and Jetfire, and I would say Jetfire, because that's what, this is what Transformers do uh, apparently in this show, especially Decepticons, if somebody uh, is injured and you can't see them, you assume they're dead. <laughs> um, I was so, gonna say, like when he when he shot him and he's like, "I'm sorry," he just leaves. I'm like, "Well, I mean, is are you trying to take it back?" <laughs> like, you, well, it's kind of like <laughs> I mean, eventually, obviously, ev- obviously, eventually he died. So he he figures he mortally wounded him. You know, it's like it's like if you shoot somebody in the stomach. And then and then you that's, walk o- and then you just walk away. Like most humanitarian, I mean, robotitarian thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Or, and, and the other thing is, like, he shot him in a moment of, like, what's not in like a moment of fear or a moment of yeah, whatever desperation. of desperation. And so he didn't want to kill the guy. I mean, Jetfire never wants to kill anyone except for Starscream. Yeah, I remember. I remember, like early in the episode, in that episode, um, the Megatron said, "Like, always take your shot." And I, I assumed they were gonna have like a reference to that, like when the guy was like turning on the call, he would have like shot him dead, and then like mm-hmm. Megatron gives good advice or something like that. But like, nah, he just that didn't happen at all. <laughs> that's <laughs> he, he a, that's shot, interesting. I, he, he, I totally saw it. that as a, as telegraphing that that moment. Oh yeah, I, totally. Yeah, like like he it says was, always it was definitely shot, something with that. And and that's and that's the and and that's the moment where he does take his shot and it's the last it's the last time he follows Megatron's advice. Yeah. Yeah. Um so we do get uh, a moment here where Megatron or Megatron and the other Decepticons raise their weapons at Magnus to his back of course. And Megatron orders him to open up the the tomb. And once he does, thinking that it's going to be, oh, here's Autobot Command or, you know, some sort of secret entrance. No, it's empty. Nothing there. So (laughs) Magnus gets to uh, pretty much be like, aha, gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) He just does little finger guns. Yeah. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) And we... Yeah, it's and that's, of course, where we where we get the opening. And then once we come back, uh, you know, Megatron is royally pissed. He's like, you lied. (laughs) (laughs) Magnus is like, well, I'm never going to betray the Autobots. So Ultra Magnus is such an interesting character because like he made he really, really just. He mostly just made one mistake. First of all, mm-hmm. his one, his big one mistake was, was surrendering and it has not, 
like he's like it's not that he's necessarily done things wrong since then i mean except for not shooting megatron but uh but like he's he's definitely a nuanced interesting character it's like what if he had what if he had not (laughs) what if he had not surrendered and actually kept fighting Mm. yeah (laughs) i don't know what he thought he was going to accomplish with that move but um yeah well, it plays into it. It plays into the idea that um, he thinks that. I mean, and we, you know, we talked about that in the that when we talked about that uh, that episode. But it plays into the idea that Megatron used to be on the on the side of everyone who's fighting who's fighting against him now. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 he had you know he has these uh, these moments of hum- of humanity of robot manity or whatever the <laughs> Cybertronian manity. I don't know why it has to have man in the title. That's Cybertranity. <laughs> that works. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, but but and and really, it's 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 in that episode. It's it's Ultra Magnus who like plays up all this like uh, uh, oh I'm I'm so honorable blah 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 blah. But then he but then he lies. So he constantly lies. He's he's you know tr- he's in a jail cell trying to spy on Megatron and all this. Like he's you know what you know what he is. He's Spock. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean I mean obviously Spock didn't surrender himself. Although probably Spock would. I think Spock in the original series constantly tried to sacrifice himself. I think that was a thing with him. And he but, finally uh, got to do it in that movie. <laughs> yeah. But he was yes, like in, in, in Wrath of Khan. <laughs> but but Spock, um, he, he does say Vul- Vulcans can't tell lies. Yes. But he's lying when he says that. Cause because he does lie all the time. Well, he's half human, so <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that might be part of his part of his excuse. But I think that's I think there are other Vulcans through through Star Trek that oh, I'm sure they that do, will yeah. that kind of use that line or use that that idea. Um that it's like so so he's you know, he's like, I'm so honorable, but I'm gonna do all these because like I don't know. I feel like if you if you in good faith surrender and then you're like Every every opportunity you're getting to just like mess with Megatron. Well, I mean, to be fair, he, like he did hear like, oh, he's going to do a genocide on my entire right. race. Maybe I should say something. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, yes, but I think that that's if more was, speaks we, to why it was a mistake. You know, why he clearly misread the situation. Yeah. Early yeah. in the episode. Um, well, but, to be fair, what's kind of funny about that, which I was thinking about when I was watching it. Um, sorry, listeners, you hear all the stuff about old episodes. But like he if he hadn't given that call, Megatron might not have gone for the all spark plan right, right away. Definitely. Definitely. I a hundred percent hundred percent agree. I think that that was that Megatron saw that as a betrayal. And and a, basically an upping of an arms race there because he's like, well, now that Prime knows that we know that we are thinking yeah, of doing all spark go he's going to go for it to stop us. So we have. Yeah. Yeah, and then also like he was like at first he was gonna like oh I'm gonna do a trap and then maybe if he had killed Optimus in that trap and ended the war he would have not tried to do the reformatting thing, mm-hmm. but like that's not what happened and then he got mad and he just, he just keeps getting like more and more on the side of tyranny, like he's definitely developing in that way because in the first episode even he was like not super ready to kill everybody you know like mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah. 
Yeah, that's he. He even says you got to win sparks and minds. Yeah, yeah. That's Come what on. I was. That's what I was saying. <laughs> you got to get a better call Megatron series. I want to know. I want to see the prequel to this. But uh, so anyway, Ultra Magnus dies, and there's a sparkly things. Yes, uh, Megatron Uh-oh. does the deed. Uh, we get another uh, big hole in a robot's chassis as yeah. Magnus just gets. Yeah. He's smiling now. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He dies with a smile on his face, which is... Yeah. Ah. So Magnus passes on. Uh, We then get Jetfire, who arrives on the scene. Uh, But as Jetfire and Megatron have their backs turned, we get these... As Kendall alluded to, there's this glowy stuff coming up from Magnus, and something activates on Alpha Trion's memorial... And we see this sort of energy marbles. Yeah. Well, energy particles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Which I understand why why um, Kendall got particles and protocols confused because they are just kind of like little <laughs> energy balls. Like, yeah. yeah. No, I think I think they are. When we find out the name, I think they do use the name protocol or protocols no, as well. I, not. They only say protocols. Yeah, they only say protocols. I I said particles oh. before we started recording. Well, I can understand yeah. why you would say that because, like, kind of a save. Yeah. <laughs> it is kind of a, a appropriate name too. No, definitely the Alpha Triumph. <laughs> think about it. The Alpha Triumph particles. Yeah, makes it almost seem like I almost well kind of makes you, me wonder if you cast. If you cast this one laser beam through an energon cube, it will split into alpha trion particles and vector novas. Well, I was yes, we could <laughs> vector, but I was also thinking as well as I meant to say um, vector sigma, but yeah. Okay. Um, but I was also thinking somewhere along the lines of like they're parts of alpha trion, and then I was thinking of somebody <laughs> saying, "Oh my god, I got it in my mouth! How did I get it in my mouth?" <laughs> 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 I got it in my mouth. That's <laughs> that's funny, Greg. I finally I finally got Kendall to laugh again. My night's made. I just try to laugh again. Yeah. Everyone's Kendall seem really sad we said that. <laughs> I finally got him to laugh again after all these years. <laughs> so we we go from the Decepticons and, and Magnus's murder to Bumblebee, who's walking away from getting a payment for delivering some energy. Okay, who are these time. people? Uh, they sold it to because, like, as far as we know, there's two. There's two like factions. There's there's Autobots and Decepticons, and they each each have like one base. So, mm-hmm. like, who are these people? Like, I'm, just I'm this... guessing this just implies that there is another like underground group of badgeless like not wanting to be on either side scavengers yeah they're whatever yes. bumblebee is like just unaligned yeah well i think fig- i figured that like I-, I guess i didn't i didn't i hope they go into that more than if there is like a-, a settlement of people like that because with bumblebee it's like okay he's just on his own but he's just like a scavenger Kendall. running around like in a kendall yeah they're nails <laughs> they're nails <laughs> Okay. In, the, in the Optimus Prime <laughs> co- comics and um, some of the later IDW, they actually 
called them non-aligned indigenous life forms. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I thought and you were making a them... Dragon Ball Z joke. No, no, no. I was talking about the comic. <laughs> and no, I know, no, 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 no. Right, yeah, and... non-aligned indiv- Yeah, that's yes, that is a thing. Yes. And we were and this not is sure. definitely this is we definitely not... heavily influenced by the IDW comic. And I think back then as well, we were not sure if nails was supposedly a derogatory term with some of the way they were treating them mm-hmm. and using those words. Huh. Well, it was like, I think, I think in the, in the IDW run, it was like, it was uh, at least that, that stretch of it was after the war between the Autobots and the Decepticons and the Autobots had won, but there was an uneasy peace. And so a lot of the Autobots didn't like the nails because they didn't help. Yeah. And, but they were still also refugees from other colony worlds showing up there. So there was also that tension that they threw in there, I think, in at least one comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were, yeah, there were also, yeah, there were also refugees, which was a whole, which was a whole other thing. Um, Yeah, that was, yeah, crazy stuff. If you think, if you think that this show covers a lot of plot in a small amount of time, and if you miss a thing, then you won't understand the next 20 minutes, uh, the, the, Say uh, that's that's how the IDW comic is. If you miss the this one plot point, you won't understand what they're talking about for the next twenty issues. Mm. <laughs> it's yeah. it's it's like it's like way too dense. Like it's it's it, it is it is pr- probably one of the better better things to get in graphic novel form than to try get getting issue to issue. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I don't even know which is better. <laughs> because <laughs> it's because it has its own each has their own problems and uh and also all the other problem with the idw comic is like the art is is generally pretty good and and like the and the concepts are good but the execute but they are still being written by writers for idw which is like it's like the best writers write for marvel or dc then then uh and then those same writers write for image but they get to write what they want uh and then and then under that is like boom kind of has its own corner where it's got some good stuff and then like all the licensed stuff is like a lot of it's better than it deserves to be but it's still like you're you're talking about like c listers mostly that yeah. are that are writing for them <laughs> yeah i mean uh... I like the IDW Sonic comic a lot. I'll say that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think that's written pretty some well. Of it, doesn't yeah, it, their licenses do good. Like they do get some good writing. It's just Kendall saying uh, what you, what you mean, Kendall is not, it's not like they are names you would instantly recognize from a Mar like the Marvel pool or DC pool. Right. So like, it's yeah. like, it's like three, three groups removed, which uh, has its own, has its own pros and cons. Right. So, I mean, the thing is, the thing is with the comics industry is more than more than just about any other like entertainment type thing. uh, It is a meritocracy because Marvel and DC are the only companies that can pay enough to like have that be your full time job. So uh, so generally the people who are the who are the the best of the best are writing for the, the big companies. With with cert with with certain exceptions, and those are you know those are notable. Um, I don't know. I didn't read the IDW Sonic comic, but I did try to read the Boom Sonic comic, and it was pretty bad. Yeah, it was so. a Boom Sonic comic. Yeah, they have the they have the license right now. Oh, IDW lost it. Yeah, 
few years yeah, ago. Yeah, I remember that happening, but I did not know it went to boom. Yeah, which should have been Archie, a good I thought thing, Archie cause... lost it and IDW bought it. They right. did. And then, and then and after then, I knew then, that, then I, they I, I lost, lost it. it. Yeah. Yep. Stupid. <laughs> oh, wait. Anyway, that, we're... that means there has to be a Sonic Boom comic. <laughs> and there already was. Archie was making one before they lost it. But yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. No. We are so far off topic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I just want to finish okay. by saying then, that there's so a then, boom, anyway, Sonic the Boom. Thing with the, the, oh, oh, uh, uh, here. Magnus. Not you. Not now. Optimus. What's happened? The Alpha Trion protocols have activated. The what? This can only mean one thing. Ultra Magnus is dead. Ultra Magnus is dead. That's it's true. Tragic. Dun, dun, dun. Did we mention that Bumblebee like got the Trions in him? <laughs> Did that happen before mouth. that? I, yes. It all kind of happens together. It, it's very quick. It's only oh yeah. With, like as he's walking away, he gets hit with the 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 part the the Trion protocols. I. I was about to say particles. Try on glowy balls. <laughs> oh, there's the episode title. No. <laughs> so we. Yeah, we, we have a scene that Kendall yes, showed us. Yes, of uh, Optimus and Alita. And Optimus is obviously. He. He must have some sort of connection, I'm guessing, through the Matrix to be able to tell that this has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah. really the only other ones who, who seem to know about it are the Decepticons who we've immediately cut back to. And I'm going to point this out right now. We get our first sign of laser beak, which I was very yeah. happy to see. It's a nice callback. Yes. Bird bot. So Mega- Decepticons don't really know what happened though. Even though that, even though Megatron was, a, was one of the disciples of Alvatron, he doesn't know what the fuck that was, Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, I think Megatron probably was the well. Megatron killed all of Trion, so uh, you know, probably was well. He probably parted ways at some point, and I suspect that the the uh, that the the Matrix of Leadership and the Trion Protocols shenanigan uh, that that's that that was something that was like at the last minute. We'll do this, and we'll do this, and we'll do this. Like the probably played it. You know, close to the close to the vest, mm-hmm. which would make sense. Um, is the Trion protocols is that a thing that has existed in the past? Because I mean, the Matrix of Leadership no. was in the movie. Nope, this not is the first exactly, instance yeah. I've heard of the Alpha Trion protocols. Yeah, I mean, there's been. I mentioned Vector Sigma earlier, where there's been like other mythological mm. uh, things. And I know there's been things that are like, this is the store storage of all, all of our wisdom, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But this is Wikipedia. S- yeah, but sometimes it gets thrown in as part of the matrix mm-hmm. or matrix, or there's okay. like an actual like key or basically the, 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 it is something that is not uh, credited to Alpha Trion other than that maybe he had it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, in G1, we had Vector Sigma, which was sort of like the supercomputer of the, of Cybertron, which held 
you know, a lot of vast knowledge. I and pledged the for Vector, Vector Sigma in college. Yeah. You had to do, you had to, do, you had to steal <laughs> bowls from the dining hall. Um, push up the lake. <laughs> eat an entire onion. Ugh. Jeez. Every day. Every day? Cut it. I couldn't cut it. Yeah. Wow. That's a wow. lot. There was a lot of layers. On onion. <laughs> there's, there's my dad joke. So we're five minutes in the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, we're, we're moving around Emily you gotta understand we don't have a news segment anymore so you know we can these these shows go by like super fast okay so we we get Megatron who turns to Jetfire to and you know starts to order him to, to try and figure out what the hell happened here but that's when we get Starscream who's like you might want to delay that order Lord Megatron <laughs> I love Only that. that order. Yeah. In the subtitles of of the episode, we get Jetfire gasps. <laughs> it's like, but really, it's not surprising at all. Like, come on, he does this all the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, apparently, it shouldn't start... have been a gasp. It should have been a sigh. Yeah, and so it's Starscream. Apparently, was supposed to be on patrol. To which Starscream comes back with, and you're supposed to be a Decepticon. Yeah, I love, I loved that. Like <laughs> Starscream, you're supposed to be on patrol. Like he, he knows he's caught, but he's trying to, he's trying to hang in there. Yeah, and <laughs> we we immediately get Megatron, who's like about to blast Starscream. He's like, "You better give me one good reason why you did that." And Starscream's like, "Yeah, he betrayed you." Wait, did we mention that he shot? Jetfire, I don't no? think we did mention that. Well, shot. he did. It's yeah. fine. We don't yeah. need every, every <laughs> watch the show, you guys. It's good. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Okay. You can just get your parents' password. <laughs> we are not promoting that. That is not promoted. Don't do that. That is bad. Hey, I don't, I don't want children to listen okay? to our show. <laughs> I didn't say get like your roommate's brother in law's password. Well, true. <laughs> Um, but pay extra so that you can have like six people logged in at once. <laughs> oh my! I think that's how that works. Something like that. My wife's in charge of our Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> so we get Starscream who uh, lays it all out for Megatron. You know, he says Skywarp was murdered by Jetfire, and Megatron asks Jetfire if this is true, and. Jetfire manages to stand clutching his chest. He's like, yes. And Megatron's like, why would you do that? <laughs> it's like, well, you're planning a genocide. That's not really what I signed on for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, Starscream's feeling pretty proud of himself at this point. He's like, see, told you he's a traitor. Megatron, you know, says that he's disappointed and he gives a thumbs, thumbs down. down. Like he's like, like he's the Roman Empire, and it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Which might be a reference to his gladiatorial days because he was a gladiator, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it might be. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that, and he's like, finish him. So you know, we're getting some gladiator, we're getting some Mortal Kombat. Then he and then Starscream grabs him by the head and pulls his it off, and there's a the the spinal column thing. 
That does not actually happen. And there's a lot of X-rays of the of, of various. The only one agents. who gets who loses a body part here is when Jetfire like jumps onto one of the uh, seekers and cuts his nose off, which is pretty cool. Honestly, that was pretty sick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, Jetfire is do... the best of them. Yeah, yeah. We get a a bit of a chase sequence here, and I did not realize that Jetfire had met. So before he transforms into his jet form. Uh, like he's for anybody who's familiar with the character and or the figure, he's got like a almost like a backpack, like a red backpack on his back, and he shoots missiles out of it. Like, yeah, that was yeah. cool. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing. But Greg, you gotta understand, this guy is a hundred and fifty dollar toy. That's true. <laughs> well, he is beaten up on these twenty four dollar toys. He's got to have the advantages. Yeah, you're yeah, right. I mean, I, he's... I was going to say, that also kind of calls back to the original Macross design that he had. I mean, the yeah. missiles themselves look like they Macrossed. Yeah. As the term oh, goes. he is a Macross, isn't he? Yeah, yep. his orig- yeah, his original mm-hmm. design was them using the Macross uh, Veritech fighter plane. Yeah. I actually, and... I, somebody was selling one d- near me uh last earlier this week actually and they were asking That's 400 wild. bucks for like, it I, I oh think, is Mac is Macross one of the things that they base the transformers on like one of the it's you know robotech is calm uh kendall robotech okay it's that's robotech robotech is macross <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they referred to the 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 fighter jets in robotech they referred to as macross fighters and so, yeah, Jetfire was originally designed with that in mind. Like, they basically just pulled that toy, did a I redesign. Think yeah. I think you look up Macro that. Transformer, you're going to find something else. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at Kendall, look at Macross here on the screen share. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, I think I still have a pretty nice g1 uh jetfire like the orig- original jetfire but i'd have to look oh if you do that's like th- they can be pricey uh, like the- yeah but it might, it might that's be okay you don't need to sell it no no yeah well hmm, i might need the cash though hmm. i just got a job <laughs> i only that? have two of 16 stitches out of my eye still ow yeah, it was not fun. Yeah, but yes, um, we we get a an ex, a bit of a chase sequence here. Yeah, I I just saw that that nose chop that M was talking about, and yeah, that that looked pretty brutal. But it's cool because we we see Jetfire switching back and forth between jet and robot mode to mm-hmm. to fight them off. Um, but he does get hit eventually by Starscream, and he flies into some cloud cover, and then. You know, we hear a loud crash and see a bright light, uh, but we don't actually see him. And this is where we cut back to the, He's the Autobots. He's definitely dead. Oh, we yeah. Never see him again. Definitely. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That They just assume that he's they assume he's dead. Yeah. They pro- maybe they searched for him and they couldn't find the body and they just were like, yeah, probably. He's, yeah. There's no way he survived that fall. Us not being able to find a body means he's definitely dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. Though the interesting thing about this series is, um, unlike unlike most of the characters, uh, that all the seekers can actually transform. 
Um, I think the Seekers and Optimus can transform, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and well, one there of the cards. Isn't, there is, definitely is not enough transforming in this series, <laughs> yeah. and I really don't like it. Like, I was, like, so annoyed when they were, like, walking everywhere yes. <laughs> in the first episode i'm like come on you can transform yeah and like yeah. y'all y'all came with the idea that maybe it takes energon more energon to do it but like then establish that like yeah it would be nice if they gave more credence like, some the coolest to it. shit in transformers is when they're transforming back and forth like constantly while they're fighting and stuff and that doesn't yeah. happen really yeah like you can i mean you can i still think you can no prize that the seekers being like part of like uh, Decepticons gra- force like Air Force, which is one they of the get more fuel than other people. Yeah, do. and they're and they're basically kept up ke- their their upkeep is is taken care of like immediately mm-hmm. for for the which is you know for that air superiority. Well, the thing is, it's I I think it's it's a lot easier to write a reason for them to transform because if they can't if they can only fly when they're in in vehicle form. And then obviously th- then there's a reason for them to be in that form versus the other. Mm-hmm. Whereas with like the car guys, um, it's not as, I mean, sometimes, yes, yeah, sometimes a lot of they, they've had, they've, they've had two excuses in this show so far to have Optimus in truck form driving in a straight line really fast. <laughs> um, I guess he turns the other time, but, uh, but like, but like other than other than Optimus, uh, yeah, you have you have it's like literally there's two car guys in here in a minute. There's two car guys that go to look for uh, that go to look for bodies and only one of them transforms. The other one just disappears off screen. Yeah. So speaking of screening, uh, we get uh, we cut back to the Autobots and we've got Kendall. Were you confused at this scene because you had Ratchet and not Ratchet? For the first time on screen together, this is. I think no. Well, I don't. I wasn't. <laughs> I mean, not the certainly not on this viewing, but I think this is this is the scene on my first viewing when I stopped being confused. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, so these are two different characters. Yes. Yeah, because we've got Red Alert and Ratchet and Impactor all in the med bay on yeah. the arc. Um, Impactor, you know. He says the Megatron I thought I knew would never have gone that this far. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we get Prowl who, you know, he sort of pipes up. He's like, yeah, well, tell that to all the damaged and dead. And we finally get to see Ironhide. I'm really glad that we get Ironhide. Ironhide's here? Series. Yep. I didn't notice. We only, we <laughs> only, we only see, see Ironhide for a minute, but. Oh, so um, he doesn't do anything. He's just in the shot. I think. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. Ironhide is going to be a major player in uh, Earthrise because he's one of the Earthrise figures. Well, could yeah. be. Yeah. It's fucking spoilers. They put out the Earthrise figures like <laughs> for the show. Do we know when the next have they said when the next season is coming out? Like, is it like in a month or is it like in, in five years? They I have not announced. They it. have not said. Okay. Yeah. But. It's a cartoon. They don't. They can all do it from their home. <laughs> um, we then cut back to, to Bumblebee, who's, you know, he's like, oh, my aching optics and his eyes are glowing green and he, he's tripping out, man. He's, he's seeing all these colors on buildings and 
Then he's, oh, he's seeing all this. That, that cyber bong I had real hit me. <laughs> it's like, it's like, doesn't he say like, oh, my alpha try on. He's like, what What's in the name of try on? Yeah. And he's like, why did I say try on? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's looking at his hands and his hands are like, it's, oh, you know, like those old holo- holographic stickers that you. Lenticular. Yeah. It, the, his hands almost look like that. Uh, and or then, prismatic, one of yes. those two. And, and so he's groaning and grabbing his head, and he's like, so much. He's having to avoid the horns on his head. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, fragments, we're all just fragments. And seriously, it, it does seem like he's, he's having a bad trip. <laughs> so, no, th- that's not what's happening. What's happening is he's going into an episode of Beast Machines. Oh, God. <laughs> A little bit. I, I kind of see that. I mean, because, yeah, he's like getting s- essentially like knowledge powers. So <laughs> this was the most be- actually come to think about it. This was the most beast machines of of all the episodes so far. Yeah, because <laughs> we have this thing and then we have the thing with the guardians that is also very beast machines. <laughs> yes, we will. We will get to that. Plus, they're on um, Cybertron, just like in beast machines. I, I will say this now because she's in the next shot. I like Chromie a lot. She's cool. Yes. Yes. She's a we, sniper and I like snipers and she's a girl. So I like her. Because <laughs> yep. what we have here is uh, two prime... little girls in my Transformers cartoon. What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. I'm going to pull this off track for like two seconds. I want to yep. tell this to Emily though. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just saw new mutants, uh, Oh yeah, which I which I really enjoyed. Um, for for what uh, for what it's worth, uh, the cast is six is six characters basically. Yeah. Um, it's almost almost exclusively these si- these six characters: four women, two men. That's that, that part's cool, I think. And and the main two characters are are lesbians. It's cool that they got that. I mean, there's there's and, stuff about that that movie with like racism that's kind of bad but i don't want to get into I it mean, but it's cool that they did those other things for sure it is a very sore thing yeah we're gonna move over to the scene <laughs> we, we've got prime who is splitting up the autobots Oop, sorry Emma, what were you gonna say i didn't say anything oh oh some reason i thought you said something it must oh it's because i'm hitting play the uh i mute it I just had to mute it with subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> the the Autobots are getting split up. We've got Mirage, who's going to be leading the team, who's going to be fixing the space bridge. And then we've got... Impactor and Ratchet. Yes. And, yeah, we're not sure how that's going to go. Um, but he's like, you know, space bridge team, you know what you have to do. So it's going to be Sideswipe, Chromia, Ratchet, Impactor, and Mirage that are going to be on that team. Uh, we then get uh, Prime and Alita, uh, who have, you know, another moment here where, you know, she's talking about, have you really thought about what's going to happen if you you take the, R, the AllSpark off the planet? Prime, for the most part, just ignores her concerns and says that, you know, he's going to find the AllSpark. So, yeah, I, I mean, like, they... The only knowledge base they have says that taking the Allspark off the planet will be really bad. Yes. And 
and he he's definitely just like really tunnel vision here on this mm-hmm. and i can understand elita's concern a lot and i'm warning how it's going to go forward yeah um prime though does put her in charge of getting the arc ready uh and he's going to be leading the team to actually retrieve the allspark so elite is sort of you know begrudgingly accept it um but then we get prime saying that he needs to go speak with the guardians first because of the fact that apparently the loss of ultra magnus affects them as well uh because the guardians respected alpha trion and because he and magnus were students that that respect should extend to them so Okay, uh, I have. I think I have that. I think I have that scene here. Okay. Well, I thought I had it. Uh oh. <laughs> okay, this maybe like I that, don't. This is like that scene in Return of the Jedi. It's like I got it. I think I got it. And then the doors close. Okay, I don't have it. Never mind. It didn't. It didn't. Uh, didn't Do you want to talk about it? Because you obviously thought it was cool if you recorded it, right? No, there just wasn't very many good scenes in this episode. <laughs> okay. Um, we do get, uh, we, we cut to the, the space bridge team now who's, you know, watching for the seekers, trying to get the, the timing so that they can then get to the space bridge. Uh, impactors like, yep, right on time. He's like, we've got 20 Astro cycles to get in and repair the thing. So I'm thinking to myself, so are we thinking that 20 Astro, 20 Astro cycles must be hours, right? I think that that's you the know, only thing. It's supposed to be a short amount of time. They said I was thinking more like twenty minutes. I don't know. Okay. You think Astro Cycles would be big with the name, but like, yeah, it just seems like twenty minutes doesn't seem like a whole lot of time to be able to fix something. Mind yeah. you, the episodes are twenty some odd minutes long. So, well, I think that's the idea though yes. is that they're supposed to be like it's supposed to be like really difficult to like do this like they're almost gonna give up and then impactors like yeah that's why you guys never win anything because you don't try unless you're gonna like for sure win kind of thing is what he's implying he doesn't have that many words yeah so yeah. astro is not a term for the metric system <laughs> no <laughs> well because usually they say they say like uh you know a nano cycle or an yeah. or a Mega cycle or a deca deca cycle. Mm-hmm. They actually said, yeah, they said deca cycle. They met. That's how they measured how long it took Rhinox to get healed in the thing. Yeah, in the uh, one in Beast Wars. So I don't know. I was. I feel like cycles should be seconds. But I hate when these shows do this. Just have fucking normal ass <laughs> terms. Like right. Policy fourteen does that where it's like, oh, it's about forty yams over there. Ilms. What the fuck oh, is a yom? And ilms. Yeah. Well, ilms uh, a mom. Like, yeah, a yom is is made up of I think is it a yarn? ten ilms. Okay. What, yeah, what's an ilm? Okay, no, I'm just I'm really kind of just guessing there though. Well, the big <laughs> one was parsecs in Star Wars. You know, because you made the Kessel run in less than 12 parsecs, but then it turns out that parsecs is a measure of distance. So they always have to bend over backwards to explain how the Kessel, the, well, technically the Falcon was able they, to do they it. Did they explain that in like the, the solo movie? I didn't watch it, but I thought that was yeah. one thing it did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's explained in the solo movie. It's also explained in the Jedi Academy trilogy slightly differently. And it also is explained in the Han Solo trilogy. And the idea is that because the the falcon is so fast 
it can move through uh, the maw or whatever more like more in a more of a straight line. And so it can do it in, in fewer yeah, parts. There's like, there's like gravity wells and you have to swing around them to avoid getting right. right. Like getting and, and because and you're faster, that, you can go closer to the gravity. It's really well. cute true. when they try to do that. It'd be really, they could just say like parsecs don't mean the same thing in star Wars. They could just say that, <laughs> no, but, they, but they establish in other, in other star Wars that parsecs are a measurement of distance. It's not a real yeah. term. It might also be a real term. I think it is. I think it is an actual astrology. Uh, but it means whatever term. they want. That's the in Astro- Star Wars. It means whatever they want it to mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yes, we 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 get a at the end of the. <laughs> my God, we've gone so off topic so many times. <laughs> also, solo movie is great. Fight me. <laughs> I enjoyed it. The Kossi. the end it of the scene. Kossi in it. <laughs> yeah, Alden Ehrenreich is better than Harrison Ford. I am just mo- I'm moving on, moving on to the scene. <laughs> we I'm we, talking to the guard. Oh wait, did we, did we even go for the other stuff first? Actually, we didn't do that, did we? <laughs> well, I I was gonna say that we like the end of the the scene that we're in right now. Uh, Mirage argues with Sideswipe about, you know, getting the job done and, you know, he sort of shoves Sideswipe away and takes the lead and Impact and Ratchet follow him. And Sideswipe looks at Chromie and is like, did he just agree with the Decepticon? Yeah. Which, you know, maybe Mirage, maybe Impactor is starting to rub off a little bit on Mirage. I really hope Impactor is legit and cool because... I would like that as a story um, rather than because yeah, there was yeah. that one thing with the, like the communication device that I was like, Oh no, did he do that on purpose? Like call mm-hmm. out to people like, yeah. no, but, but we'll like at the, same, at the same time, he does sound kind of sincere when he, when he was, I like, think he's, I think he sincerely things. likes ratchet and like yeah. ratchet's whole deal. I just don't know if he's going to try and mess over the other guys. Ooh, but, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and yeah. see. Yep. <laughs> no, I really like uh I really like um the purple guy and Mirage. Um I guess cool. I like they're like uh 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 Gimli and Legolas relationship. I like uh I like I like when you can have uh characters be antagonizing towards each other and then they develop a begrudging respect over the course of a of a story. Never thought I'd die next Fighting with a Decepticon. I, but what about with a friend? I, that'll do. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Fucking compelling. Shit. <laughs> so we get Optimus uh, has arrived at this log bank. Yeah. It, 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 in, and there's these poles here with lights on them. I'm not exactly sure what they are. Like, it, what is this? Is this yeah. like a weird dimension? Or? It is. It is, is the this... Valley of the Guardians. Okay. Yeah, we we've got Prime just sort of talking into the fog, explaining that that Magnus has died and that the Alpha Trion protocols have have you know been released, and then we 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 see some shadows in the fog, some really big shadows in the fog. And I think he also mentions that he assumes that they have them now, the protocols. Yeah, he he sort of alludes to he was hoping that maybe the protocols might have come there, uh, and that they you know would be able to to assist them. 
Um, the Guardians, though, are sort of, you know, they, they begrudgingly say no. The, the protocols have not traveled here. Uh, so Prime explains what's going on with the AllSpark and Megatron's plans. The Guardians still aren't going to get involved in this war, though. Which nope. They're, they're like, it's a skirmish between two factions, and we don't want a part of it. Prime, of course, isn't overly happy about that. He's like, we need your help. And the shadows start to fade out as he starts to get angry. I, I do like, what's the point of Guardians if you won't guard Cybertron? Yeah. yeah. Like, we're not doing shit. He's like, fine, I'll just protect the planet without you. Fine, Dad, whatever. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Although he does look back as he's leaving and says, till all are one. And then we see him drive off in his truck form. And as we pan up, we we see in the fog that there is one of the Guardians who's sort of looking on. So so that was kind of cool. I didn't even notice him the first time. Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we then go back to the space bridge. And we've got, you know, there's a bit of bickering going on. Uh some joking uh, impactors keeping track of when the, the patrol is supposed to arrive. And we've got Mirage asking, you know, how are the, the repairs coming in? Impactors like, just <laughs> worry about your job and I'll keep worrying about mine. Is he always this annoying? Yeah. <laughs> Rash is just like, you know, focus, you know, hand me that energon infuser. And then we get a couple of the seekers who spot them. And of course, they're like, oh, they're early, and they're saying, oh, Impactor, set us up. Ratchet, of course, is trying to calm them down. He's like, maybe they don't see us, but then they start shooting. And it's like, <laughs> oh, no, no, they saw you. <laughs> so we we get a, a bit of a aerial battle here. Impactor takes a hit for Ratchet. Yeah. Which is really cool. Uh, Chromia manages to, to blow up one of the Seekers. Yeah, because she's then the we, best. Yeah. <laughs> and then she takes out the other two. I think she took the other two out just with one shot, sort of. Uh, I think maybe some of the other guys were shooting, too. Yeah. And just happened to hit it. But uh, so they're they're trying to make sure, you know, that they're down for sure. Ratchet's going back to fixing impact. Impactor. He's like, how many times do I got to patch you up? He's <laughs> like, it was just a scratch anyway. And then he's like, we better get this thing online. Because, of course, when the Seekers don't report in, then that's going to mean that they're going to have company. So we then cut to Megatron, who, of course, is asking, you're sure he was killed? And Starscream's like, yes, of course, we blew him out of the sky. <laughs> Starscream's like, shut up, I'm talking, because it was another <laughs> one of the Seekers who, who said, yeah, we blew him up out of the sky. And... um. And then we got Megatron, who's like, oh, maybe I should have promoted you before, Starscream. But uh, it's very much the sort of... This This is probably my favorite part, where, where Soundwave's reaction to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's because, like, it, like it, it's, you know, there isn't a lot of levity in this series, and it's nice to have a few jokes here and there, and that's a good joke. Like, Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, Megatron says, oh, you know... Despite you, you know, you being you, you have your uses, and that's when we get Shockwave and Soundwave looking at each other. Most inferior is what he yeah. says. <laughs> but yes, so Starscream is granted command of the Seekers, so he's the new leader. 
you know, Star Scream's all like, oh, Senpai noticed me. <laughs> and of course, then he immediately goes into welcome to a new era of Decepticon. Yeah, he gives us like superiority. speech. Like, it's ridiculous. He's ridiculous. I love it. I love Starscream. I always love Starscream. Yeah. Very, uh, very theatrical. <laughs> you know what? Soundwave, I'm probably going to screen cap that and have that as the, the picture for this episode. It's Soundwave. He's basically, he, he doesn't face palm, but he puts his hand on top of his head and he's just like, uh, and Shockwave's just beside him, like, looking down, like, man, this sucks. <laughs> so, one of the subtitles says, Starscream breathing excitedly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So we cut back to to Elita and Wheeljack, who are in the Ark, and they're trying to figure out how they're going to do this because obviously they've got issues with regards to Energon, and we get Prime returning to the Ark. Uh, Elita asks him how the the Guardians, how the talk with the Guardians went, and uh, he's like, well, they heard me, but they aren't going to help. We'll have to find another way. And Prime, you know, he's pretty dejected at this point. You know, he asks asks if this is a hopeless crusade and whether or not his actions have led to the extinction of their people. Uh, so this is the first moment where, you know, we're seeing some self, some real self-doubt, I guess you could say, with Optimus in, so far in this series, or at least voicing it. Because Yeah, I feel like a lot of his series has been him doubting himself, but he's just like trying to stick to what he thinks he should do and yeah. not let it show. But like, yeah, he's, he's showing a little vulnerability here and I appreciate that. Yeah. And, you know, with, with Optimus, he talks about how he didn't expect all of this to happen when he opposed Megatron. Wheeljack tries to, to cheer them up because, you know, he's sure the rash is going to get it online and he's got Teletran working now. So he's going to be able to get the arc flying. Uh, we then, see bumblebee getting uh escorted sort of he he's like straying against both prowl and hound saying that he needs to talk to to prime and so obviously something's going on here because the last time we saw b with the autobots it wasn't a very amicable split but uh he he goes immediately to prime he's like who is alpha trion and prime's like Oh, it chose you. Yeah, I like that. And, and like, I like it when they don't have to like explain shit. Like, he just knows, right? Yeah. Like, so we we get a bit of a a description as to what the Alpha Trion protocols are. Um, it, it's essentially like thousands of psych, thousands of years of Autobot history and knowledge that was accumulated, and it's all been transferred into Bumblebee. And of course, he's like, I don't want it. He's like, you have it. You can have it. Prime's like, that's not how it works. He's like, the, <laughs> the protocols chose you. It's like, only my mentor can tell you why. I imagine the only way Bumblebee could give it up is by dying. So Prime just turns around and goes, like, yeah, okay, boom. <laughs> <laughs> so B uh, has this sort of flash moment where he essentially goes inside himself and we then get our first glimpse of alpha trion in this oh series. this is the this is beast machines yeah yeah i can see that a lot 
Yeah. The, the, the Beast Machines was really um, focused on the spiritual side of Transformers and getting a little bit of that here. Yeah. Yeah. Or we... Bumblebee is just staring into the distance blankly as he talks in his head. Yeah. Prime's probably just standing there wondering what the heck is going on. Yeah. Right I mean, now. every, you know, the. Every, the standard joke of like when someone flashbacks or tries to re- remember something and it is like, what does the person actually do when we cut, cut away? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just prime. There is like, uh, you okay. I think it would be funny if like prime, you know, knelt down and, you know, maybe tapped on Bobby's shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Oh, did I say something wrong? You need the reboot. <laughs> But uh, we do get a discussion between uh, Alpha Trion and Bumblebee. Uh, Trion, you know, starts talking about the knowledge. He wanted it passed down to someone who could be trusted with it uh, and use that knowledge for the good of everyone. Yeah. Yeah. He explains (laughs) that, like, they split up the responsibility because they didn't think one person had power. Yeah. Yeah, because we had the the Matrix of Leadership, which went to Optimus, and the Alpha Trion Protocols went to Magnus. B, um, you know, and and Alpha Trion agreed with them. Um, so Optimus became the de facto leader because he got the power from the Matrix, but Magnus got the the knowledge and Alpha Trion's experience. So that makes sense as to why. Optimus was the leader, but Magnus was sort of like the military leader in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we we get Bumblebee, who's like, "Well, I'm just a nobody. I just want peace." Um, Actually, but re- I think it isn't it Prime who finishes that sentence. Oh, sorry, no, it's Alpha Trion who finishes it because oh. Bumblebee is like, "I just want," and Alpha Trion says, "Peace." He's like, "That's why the protocol chose you." He's like, "It it embed, embedded itself." into the most trusted of their brethren. So be wanting peace is, you know, a quality that alpha Trion wanted in someone who would have the protocols. So Optimus is still learning and he's going to get experience with his greatest victories and his lowest of defeats. So alpha Trion wants be there to be able to support him with the knowledge that he now has. Um, so then we we then get B sort of coming out of it, and he's like, "Oh, I met Alpha Trion," and Optimus, is, <laughs> yeah, and and Optimus for the most part, he's like, "Why well, I, I envy you being able to?" He's like, "Because I really miss him." And yeah, he's got a little bit of a sad prime face. Anymore. Yeah, um, but B does give him some words of encouragement, saying, "You know that he believes in him uh, more than I can describe." And, you know, that seems to be really Optimus is very thankful for that. Um, but B says that he should be able to help him find the Allspark. He knows where the Allspark is. Yes. Uh, but just as he says that, we have an intruder alert. Um, we got Ironhide and Prowl who are at a maintenance bay. And apparently there's a lone Decepticon that's on the way. And then we cut to Jetfire, who's, you know, he's smoking, he starts crashing. And the Autobots are, you know, they've got their guns drawn, ready to attack. But, you know, Jetfire, we get a lot of smoke that's built up once Jetfire stops skidding and he transforms and he's limping out of the smoke towards the Autobots. He's like, my name is Jetfire. 
and I'm not here to fight. I'm here to join you. And let's see if this sound clip works or if I screwed it up too. stuff and that's the that's end of the episode because we then immediately get credits so another cliffhanger ending yeah i mean i mean when i you can watch you can certainly watch this as one long movie but every episode they end it with a thing yes and uh i think it i think it really it's one of those it's one of these serialized netflix shows that really is valuable to just watch. I don't know if you, you know, maybe you don't watch, maybe you watch them because you can just sit down and watch it as a movie. Uh, because it's probably like two hours of content, but, and maybe you don't watch one episode a week, but like watch one episode a night or like one episode and then do something else. And then watch an episode or something like splitting it up into episodes has some real value in a way that some of these shows sometimes like streaming shows just are like, Oh, we'll just uh, stop the episode there and then we'll go on to the next episode. And then you're like, I just watched uh, six hours of this stuff and I don't know what happened. <laughs> well, I can't say yeah. all Netflix originals, but I mean, on, I own the Marvel ones. They they really make every episode end with something that makes you be like, oh, fuck, I guess I'll watch another one. Yeah. You want to know what's happening, right? And I think this one's trying to go for the same thing there. It's compelling drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, overall, I think it was a good episode. Um, definitely, there were some some high points and some low points, but uh, I think overall, it's we're starting to see things starting to to come together a bit, and we've only got a couple of episodes left yeah. to, to see it res- well resolve, I guess, in in a sense, since we know that there's supposed to be a a trilogy of these. But yeah, no, I think we're gonna to come to a head. I mean, we'll see how they do it, but like, hopefully, it's it's a conclusion that still like is like, oh fuck, what's happening next, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't feel uh, too cliffhanger, but yeah, yeah. But uh, um, I don't know. So I guess the the difference between the other difference between this and some other uh, things that do the cliffhangers at the end, because yeah, a lot, I think a lot of I agree with Emily. A lot of streaming shows will do a cliffhanger at the ending. Um, but but the bad ones that do that will have nothing happen all episode mm-hmm. and then boom cliffhanger and then <laughs> the next episode starts and it has nothing to do with the cliffhanger. Nothing happens. Boom cliffhanger, you know, or tag or tag that references previous cliffhanger, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> this in this. It's like it's like so dense with story. But then, but then they they stick the landing on every episode, and I really, I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So we put out a call. We're recording this on Thursday night. We put out a call on Monday for some questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Jordan, what did we get as far as questions this week? Well, we got a couple. So Rhea Rose asked again. Thanks, by the way, Rhea. Uh, at Rhea Rose 8. So Bumblebee is Rhea. the chosen one a la Neo. Do you think this will ultimately lead to a Bumble Prime, similar to the first animated movie with Hot Rod? I, I don't think so. I mean, Bumblebee in some of the side comics has taken leadership and uh, before, uh, but it's usually a, a prime has that matrix of leadership thing. Yeah. I was as well. The, the alpha protocols, it, it really seems like a King Arthur Merlin situation where like, yeah, it's supposed to be like the, the second in command kind of like, not even second in command. It's like the, 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 the person who consoles like, uh, a counselor kind of thing and like mm. uh, support more than like being a prime like ultra magnus wasn't called ultra prime right like he was yeah. a big important dude um but he's not like um a prime so like i, I think that's what's going to be is, like, is a big bumblebee's gonna be important in his own right but i don't, I don't think he's gonna advance to a prime myself maybe he'll be ultra bumble <laughs> Gold no, no, well, because like, cause did they call him Magnus Prime in the movie? No, no, no. When he, when he no, had no, the they... when he had the Matrix of Leadership for five minutes before he got killed. No, they still just called him. He get killed though. He's got broke up with the pieces, and they rebuilt him. It was fine. <laughs> I also, I don't remember. It, remember? I don't remember. Some asshole was watching his phone the whole time when I was when I was at the, when I saw it the last time. So, oh, um. Wow. Yeah, that was a whole thing. Were we doing the podcast when that yeah, happened? We reviewed that so. movie. And I confronted the guy in the theater and he like yelled at me. I don't remember. That wasn't us that. the Transformers movie though, right? Because that wasn't in. No, the- remember for the anniversary that it had a limited theater run. Yeah. Yeah. It had. Oh, a, yeah. Okay. One night only. I saw it in theaters. I don't there was remember this that asshole that was that was had a fucking iPad for a phone that was uh he was and it was like recliners and he was had a big stomach so and he was like holding it up constantly with the brightness turned all the way up so you couldn't even see the freaking screen all you could see was his facebook and i i politely said hey can you stop doing that it's a pretty distracting he was like yeah well your fucking cackling is fucking distracting yeah and it was and then i was scared i was gonna get jumped afterwards oh jeez but i didn't and that I'm was be, and then the dare to be stupid. Your ushers are definitely doing their it. job. Mm. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, and it was like, and it was like I couldn't. Yeah, it, it was like I couldn't go get an usher or something because, like, it's not like they could give me tickets to the next showing. <laughs> yeah, because it was like mm-hmm. one one night, one time only. Yeah, yeah. And it's the no, fucking... I, I, didn't, I don't mean you should grab them. Aren't you supposed to kind of patrol a little bit and like keep an eye on things? You think that that sounds like a pretty obvious thing? Yeah, like a big, 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 huge screen. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was. It would. It definitely was. I mean, I think that. I think that there should be. Yeah, I mean, that's. I don't. I don't know. I never worked in a movie theater, but I would assume. Yeah, either an usher or a, proje- a projectionist or or something. I mean, it was one of the small theaters. I guess there's not usually an usher literally inside the theater. Because whenever the movie just randomly stops, somebody has to go find somebody. But sure, that's what we get for paying our uh, movie theater staff. So you know, no, like nothing. You know, yeah, that's true. We should be paying. We should be paying. Uh, you know, twenty five dollars a ticket, and then movie theater staff can be paid appropriately, and then we'd be good. Um, but uh, 
No, no Bumble. I don't. I don't think Bumble Prime is going to be a thing. I think they're just using it as an excuse to elevate Bumblebee's character uh, because he's popular because of the movies. Mm. No, that's certainly possible. Uh, so what What else do we have for questions, there, Jordan? They just need to make him not be able to talk. <laughs> God, I oh, hope so- not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with that. You don't. It was. It, they did it in the Bumblebee movie, and it was cute there. And they can never do it again. Stop it. <laughs> I yeah. hate it. Yeah. So I, 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 I tend to agree. Morgan at Witsuaru asks, "What are your thoughts on this?" Oh wait, wait. Am I reading that wrong? Or, or no? Is it just... I, I think it was. Oh, just okay, yeah, okay. a bit. Okay. Plus, on this voice, uh, voice actors, these voice actors trying to emulate the G1 version of those characters. So, M, I know you had responded saying that <laughs> yeah. you had some thoughts on this, and we talked a little bit about it before Off the episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I've I've seen some stuff about it too now. Um, but yeah, it's. I'll let M talk first about it, and then well, like, each. I I recently saw a video of like um, it was um, Frank Welker mm-hmm. and Peter Cullen, the voices of Megatron and Optimus Prime, respectively, in the G one cartoon, and a lot of other versions. In Cullen's case, um. They were at a convention and they were asked, uh, I guess this was like some time ago, uh, before the series was even made out. Um, we're like, how, how, how do you feel about actors um, taking a character from someone else and, and, and like um, just doing kind of like the same thing they did with the character, like just the same voice and everything, just kind of an imitation. And um, at least in voice acting for cartoons, Welker um, implied, well, he, he said that like, it's an unwritten rule that you don't do that. Um, and I'm not sure how, you know, I'm not, I'm not into the voice acting business. I don't know how much he was saying that because he was angry about what happened or not, or like, and that really is a big thing because I think Kendall po- pointed out off mic that they've done that before, like other so- yeah. series, but maybe there was like some weird stuff in the background where that wasn't really a big, uh, a good thing. Um, and then Peter Cullen went on to mention this series in particular saying that, um, they weren't hired. They would have loved to come back, but they went, they weren't hired for the job because they wanted to hire non-union, mm-hmm. which as a leftist, that puts a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> um, that's not a cool thing. Like, uh, obviously this show is still like a, a cool show in its own right and everything, but that's a really unfortunate that that's what happened. Like behind the scenes, you know, that the reason that, you know, Cullen's not reprising his role. It's not because he didn't want to. Like when I first watched the episode, I was like, Oh, well, I mean, whatever. Maybe he doesn't want to. But then when I found that out, I was like, yeah, it's kind of, that's kind of a shitty, shitty deal. Yeah. No, I agree. Like it, it would have been nice to, to have the, you know, have Frank Welker and, and Peter Cullen reprise the roles at the same time too. If, I think if they had gone through the process, had them audition, and then decided, you know what, we're we're gonna go in a slightly different direction, I would have been okay with that. But if if they made the decision strictly on the basis that they didn't want to deal with union actors, I think that's kind of that that's not such a great thing. Yeah, and I mean, like other people have voiced Prime before, and it wasn't like a big issue because they didn't try to like. Yeah. Imitate Peter Cullen. Well, this guy's mm. just doing like a Peter Cullen imitation. Yeah. No. So, I mean, and I, th- I think I, and I pointed out that, uh, the, the current voice actor for, uh, for prime is the same actor that they had 
doing Prime for Cyberverse. Yes. So it uh, it might be he's under contract with Netflix. I mean, they still might have done that back in Cyberverse when they did that. Yeah. Because <laughs> if I remember correctly, Cyberverse, uh, Optimus Prime is kind of more of like a missing figure. So it doesn't have very many lines. So they have to go look for him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, this this is giving them a benefit of doubt, of course. And yeah. I mean... Anything like, you know, corporations in Hollywood and stuff back there, I say I'm saying I'm giving I'm giving a best hope kind of situation here. But that doesn't mean I believe it. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, like maybe since they figured, oh, we only need a couple of lines and we want him to sound like Optimus Prime. They got this this voice actor and then uh, they were approached to do Hasbro and they had him under contract from Cyberverse. I mean, yeah, that would be a very nice and hopefully good thing ways but yeah seeing how welker and colin were really you know like really up for it and kind of felt felt snubbed you know in some way like it uh, it does kind of feel bad like you know like it does feel like it was something done on purpose mm. so i'm i'll i'll chime in a little bit i don't know that much about this uh this specific situation um I will say that I've I've been I've been reading a book by uh, uh, what's her name Pam from the Office. Uh, crap, what's her name? I don't remember her uh, name. I have no idea. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> uh, oh man, that's gonna bug me. But uh, I mean, the thing is, when you talk about union versus non-union. Oh, uh, uh, Jenna Jenna Fisher. Jenna Fisher, yeah. yeah. When you talk about union versus non-union actors are, are acting. Um, I mean, not just anybody can join the the Screen Actors Guild. Mm-hmm. So, you're if you're if you have a non but but union actors are allowed to to do non union productions. Yes. So, so it's it's a little. I it's it's not the same as as uh uh like, I mean maybe it's I don't know maybe it's similar but maybe it's similar to other union stuff but but basically you've got. I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure that it's more expensive to put on a, a union production than a non-union production uh, for for very because you have to have you have to pay certain amounts. I'm sure, um, but this is but but doing a non-union but you have to have non-union productions to some extent because that's the only way that new actors get opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like it's not like you're a scab for taking a for taking a non-union job. If if a union actor takes a if enough union actors take take non-union jobs it can turn into a union job or something i don't know it's a lot it's it's more complicated than to like a grocery store yeah um um so so i i think there's more of a it doesn't necessarily mean that this specific situation was was good or bad that's the thing i i think the other thing is and this is something that we're running into in the star wars fan community is some of these is 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 at the end of the day Transformers is a is a cynical property that's designed to sell toys like yeah. every every version of it. And uh, and even if and even if we do have certain actors who uh, who own who own the or who who or not who own, but who have who who have icon- made iconic. They're synonymous. Their performance. Their pr- yeah. That are, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if we have that, uh, it's 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 not, they still don't own that character. I mean, that's just not how, 
the world. That's just not how the world works. It's, I mean, you can, you can argue even, even if you're not even looking at it from a, from like a cynical capitalist standpoint, I mean, I mean, uh, uh, what's his face? The guy that does Optimus, Peter, um, Peter Cullen. I mean, Peter Cullen didn't invent Optimus, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, it was, it was, uh, a combination, a bunch of writers and, uh, you, you know, who really, you know, the, the, the comic writer guys and the TV show writer guys, uh, that, that collaborated, you know, so even if you're, even if you're thinking about the creation of the character, like, I don't, I don't think that Peter Cullen owns, owns the character. Well, of course he doesn't. I just, I don't know. I yeah. like if, if you're just going to imitate him anyways, though, you know, like just have a different voice then entirely. Like when, um, like the guy who did Optimus Prime did Optimus Prime for a while. And when it, when it was like a doing the, uh, that one oh, anime trilogy. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, it's fine. He didn't do the same voice though. So like, it was like, like it was his own take on the character. It just seems like because it's aping Peter Collins performance so much that it just seems like a little bit. And again, if, if he didn't want to do it and it was like, Oh yeah, that's, that's one thing, but I, I don't know. It just leaves a, but I, he didn't want to do it for the he didn't want to do it for the money that they were paying. He wasn't even asked from what we understand. Yeah. Well, because he doesn't want to take a non-union gig. Yeah. But I I, I don't know. I just it, it seems a little bit skeezy. And like I I don't I'm not on the side of corporations on the best of times, so like whatever, I guess. Like just because that's the way it is doesn't mean it's good. I mean, I just think I just think that the the final product is so excellent and so much better than the property deserves that, uh, <laughs> that I'm not going to complain about anything. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, well, I mean like everybody's entitled to, to an opinion, obviously in regards to, to the series. And I think thus far the series is like talking with, with you, you folks about it. It's I've come around on, on the series. Like I, I do think it's a good series. Um, do I think, that it would have been nice to have maybe extend, maybe just extended, like asking for them to audition, even if it wasn't a union job, wouldn't have harmed anything. But by the sounds of it, there, there's some hard feelings there, which is disappointing. Um, but it, it doesn't take away from my enjoyment of the show. But I just think that. If if your if your plan is to, you know, make a series that's both trying to to capture some of the old G one, but still tell a different story and and tell a different story, um, it's best to try and make sure that everybody's on the same page. And if you're, you know, if you're going to be alienating some of the fan base with some of the decisions that you make, it, it's not a great thing to do. No matter what you do, you're going to alienate some of the fan base. True. But I mean, you know, the, I think there's, there's, I think there probably could have been a better way from, and I mean, you know what, you know what, honestly, uh, uh, I'm going to say something and it's going to be like, this is going to be the most asshole thing I've ever said. Um, Oh, Peter Cullen did the voice in the fucking Michael Bay movies. Yeah. So he so? obviously doesn't care about the character. Okay. There, there's, <laughs> there are points that he, where he's mentioned stuff that he wasn't overly 
keen on with the character in the Michael Bay films. Yeah, but he still did. He still did the. He still did the job, even though the 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 um Michael Bay films completely turned the the franchise into a joke. So he mm-hmm. obviously, you know, he's he's. I mean, that to me tells me more than anything that he's just in it for the money. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm an asshole. That's fine. I'm getting weirdly personal about it, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. I well, we'll leave it at that for now, I suppose. Yeah. But so those are the only questions that we had this week, Jordan. Yep. Those were the only two. All right. So does anybody have anything they would like to plug this week? Well, you can catch me on Teenagers of Attitude. Um, it's out every Friday. It's on audioentry.com. We talk about Power Rangers and we're doing Turbo and really loving it so far. Uh we're getting pretty near the end, I think, but there's still quite a bit to go. Actually, it's it's hard. To, that's that's a weird show. It had so many twists and turns. But yeah, it's um it's fun. Check it out if you like Power Rangers. Then you'll hopefully like the show. <laughs> nice, Jordan. How about you? Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know if it'll be out at this time, but I've been like on a couple of episodes of Strangers Fiction pod on audio entropy before and i know that the there's a campaign that i'm also involved in that's that's eventually going to be coming out nice uh, but if how uh, how that podcast goes there might be one out soon where uh me and a couple of others play skate or die which is a honey heist hack where you either skate or die <laughs> uh so you can look forward to hearing that um, otherwise you can find me on Twitter, uh, at Dory Mingu. That's D O D O R I underscore M I N G U. And I usually just mostly retweet, uh, podcasts that my friends do. So, you know, lots of fun things there. Nice. Kendall, how about you? Um, you can find everything I do at Kendallcast.ninja. I do a bunch of podcasts there. I'm much less of a dick on most of them. So, hey, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I felt like I was kind of a dick tonight. I, you know, you know, judge for yourself, but, uh, yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> Maybe this is how I always was in Warren beast. Maybe this is why I was always grumpy because I'm tired. I don't think you were always grumpy. <laughs> I had some grumpy. It's fine. Anyway. Yeah. Kendallcast.ninja, K Hallman on Twitter, uh, bad star Wars CCG on Twitter. If you, for some reason know about star Wars CCG, but you, don't know that that's a thing already. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at the real gone Mun. I changed it because of Ken. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, find all of us uh, all over Twitter. You can find audio entropy on the audio entropy discord and at audio entropy on Twitter as well. And the link to the discord is there. Also, we've also got the, the Warren beast Facebook group. Uh, we've got links to those all on audioentropy.com on our, on our page on that site. Uh, so check them out. And if you really like us and you want to leave a review and go onto iTunes and give us a like there or, Google Play and give us a review. We're we're on stuff like iHeartRadio now, and I have no idea how we managed to get there. But what? Yeah. Well, they've they've got a bunch of different podcasts on there, but I would I happened to be searching for our podcast at one point and it was on their site. And I'm like, okay, that's what different. is iHeartRadio? I don't know what it is. 
it's like uh, uh, it's like a a bunch of different radio networks. Uh, huh. So yeah, I don't think it's like played on the radio anywhere, as far as I'm aware. But I know it's, that it's something that you usually can get through like an app. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I've got it. I've got an app on my phone because I'm with uh, I'm with Virgin Mobile uh, for a for a network carrier, and they've got the app on my phone, and I can't take it off the bloody fucking phone. We're getting Virgin money for that plug. <laughs> I wish no money is Virgin. Yeah, but yeah, so it's been another week. So we'll see you folks soon. Hit us up on Twitter. But for Warren Beast, I have been Greg. I've been Emily. I've been Jordan. I'm not here to join you. I'm here to fight you. (laughs) (laughs) Till all are one, folks.